This is Quantum Leap Soundbites, brought to you by Indiana Humanities. This series is part of Indiana Humanities' Quantum Leap Initiative, which invites Hoosiers to explore and celebrate the spirit of possibility and problem-solving that occurs when we bridge the humanities with science, technology, engineering, and math. Soundbites is sponsored by J.P. Morgan Chase. Welcome back to the Hoosier State, the birthplace of modern entertainment short series, and our final Soundbites episode. This is part two, so make sure you go back and listen to part one if you missed it. Last time, we discussed George Jacobs' world-altering invention of enameled magnet wire and Philo Farnsworth's invention of the first electric television. And as we learned, Jacobs' 1912 invention was key to a wave of telecommunications and entertainment innovation in Fort Wayne. This week, we dive into how these inventions helped pave the way for the first transistor radio and the first video game console, two other innovations that came out of the Hoosier State. Although Philo Farnsworth invented electronic television in 1927, it would be quite a while longer until personal televisions became common household items. In fact, the first piece of technology to really set off the personal electronics movement was the Regency TR1 transistor radio. But before we get into how important this radio became, let's go back to how it got invented. Transistors were first invented by physicists at Bell Labs, the research and development arm of what is now AT&T. Scientists at Bell Labs figured out how to take the chemical element germanium, a paperclip, and gold foil, and created a small electronic switch that amplified electric currents. When Bell Labs made transistors public in 1948 and allowed others to license their new technology, established electronics companies like RCA, Sylvania, and Philco ignored the development. They didn't realize its importance at the time. But two companies saw the incredible potential of transistor technology. They were Texas Instruments and Indiana-based electronics company, IDEA, who changed their name to Regency Electronics. These two companies partnered up to create the first transistor radio. The two founders of Regency Electronics were John Pease and Joe Weaver, two former employees of RCA, who decided to branch off and create their own electronics company in Indianapolis. Since they were producing radios already, they decided to give the first small commercial radio a go by using this new transistor technology. So they partnered up with Texas Instruments to create them and released the first small commercial transistor radio on October 18, 1954. It sold for $49.95, which sounds like a lot of money for the 1950s, but people were willing to pay a lot for this fancy new gadget. Though Indianapolis's Regency Electronics was first to the personal radio game, Sony from Japan and other big names took over the small radio market. The transistor radio went on to inspire a generation of inventors, including Steve Wozniak from Apple Computers, who said that his pocket transistor radio opened up his world and in part led to his desire to create personal computers. Bill Gates has also said, without the invention of the transistor, I'm quite sure that the PC would not exist as we know it today. Why was the transistor radio so influential? Because the transistor is an early version of a semiconductor chip. Semiconductor chips are built with thousands, sometimes millions of transistors. 
and are inside nearly all of the electronics we use today. This couldn't have happened without the invention of the transistor at Bell Labs, nor Indiana's Regency Electronics, who figured out how to use this new technology to create another. Which leads us to our final Hoosier invention of the season, the first video game console manufactured by Magnavox in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Magnavox was another large electronics company that moved to Fort Wayne, Indiana in the 1930s to be closer to the manufacturing of enameled magnet wire that George Jacobs invented. It was an essential component of electronics, and Fort Wayne was manufacturing a lot of it. Ralph Henry Bayer brought his invention, a game box that you could hook up to your TV, to the company in the late 1960s. By 1971, he had filed a patent, and by 1972, Magnavox purchased and began manufacturing the very first video game console. Since that time, video games have transformed the way we play and interact with each other. In fact, they are so popular, Americans now spend more money on video games than they do on movie theater tickets. As you can see, the story of modern entertainment has deep roots in the innovative spirit and manufacturing culture of Indiana. To think that insulated copper wire helped to create a generation of personal electronics, which inspired our present-day experience of entertainment and information. The snowball effect of innovation has been at work in Indiana, and it doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Thank you for listening to Sound Bites, part of the Quantum Leap Initiative. Sadly, this will be our last episode of the series. But if you are craving content about Hoosier innovation, be sure to check out our previous episodes on the Indiana Humanities website or at soundcloud.com slash quantum leap soundbites. Indiana Humanities connects people, opens minds, and enriches lives. This has been Quantum Leap Soundbites, brought to you by J.P. Morgan Chase, and I'm Sandra Burton.